TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. You heard the ball game earlier in the day from Fort Myers. Uh, Twins and Braves split squad today. The game you heard on the radio at the Lee County Sports Complex won by the Braves 9-4. to Meanwhile, the Braves beat the Twins at their facility Nine to four, so not a good day for Twins pitching as we count down to the start of the regular season in Kansas City on Thursday. And we're pleased to be joined by Dan Hayes, who covers the Twins at MLB for the Athletic, and he joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Dan, good to visit with you, and thanks for the time. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me on, and a uh, great day for the Braves. Uh, hopefully it got them back a little bit of a uh, little revenge for 1991. So, Yeah, uh, I, I saw a tweet you sent out earlier in the day to that effect that was, was really interesting. Um, as we wind down spring training, I know from talking to ball players and listening to Dan Gladden in particular, uh, the major leaguers are ready to get out of town and get things started, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I mean, days like today are long days. And, yeah. You know, you look at who gave up the bulk of the runs. It's two guys that are going to be starting the season in the minor leagues. In fact, Jose De Leon, who had a really nice start for Puerto Rico in the World Baseball Classic, gave up six today and two-thirds of an inning uh, in relief and then was reassigned to uh, minor league camp. And that, I mean, that was pretty much a foregone conclusion, the way the rest of the pitching staff has worked out, which, you know, has been really good. Um when you look at the group through and through, the 13 that should make the uh, roster cut, uh, there's there's been a lot of things to like so far. Um, and and at this point, you're just hoping to get through healthy and and get there and you know can finally see the light at the uh, the end of that tunnel. And I think a lot of guys are ready to go. And the the thing about the the Twins starting pitching in particular at the end of the season. And the the way the 22 season ended, you know, way behind Cleveland and and Chicago in the American League Central Division, Cleveland ended up running away with it. But but going into the off season with Kenta Maeda returning, it, it looked as though the Twins starting pitching was going to be in a pretty good spot. And then they go out trade the defending American League batting champ Luis Arise to the Miami Marlins and pick up. Pablo Lopez, who will start, by the way, on opening day in Kansas City. And that veteran staff got a little bit deeper. So it, it should be one of the strengths of the club this year. Yeah, it, it's weird to say that because I know we, we always have the joke, right? Uh, Kenny Pitch. And, uh, yeah. it, it's been valid for a long time. But you look at the group and whether it's Joe Ryan and he really put in some work on his secondary pitches in the offseason, Maeda coming back and 
Look, he's refining command. It's not all there because he had Tommy John surgery, but he made some serious progress late in his start on Friday at Tampa. Um, you know, Bailey over, uh, looking like the odd man out right now. Um, you know, Tyler Malley's healthy and, and throwing well. Sonny Gray has been electric. And, and as you mentioned, Pablo Lopez, it, it's a really good group to go into the season with. And I think they learned a lot of their lessons from last year when they were really hamstrung early on uh, with injuries. You know, they were making trades. They signed guys late. They had seven starting pitchers, essentially, that they felt good about going into opening day. And then Chris Paddock got hurt three weeks in. And, um, you know, Chris Archer still hasn't signed because his hip last year just wasn't capable of pitching, holding up deep into games. And so you have a guy that you signed towards the end of camp going four innings. And Dylan Bundy uh, did a good job tricking teams the first two times through, but didn't have enough of uh, arsenal to kind of pitch deep into games. And you really were limited. And I, I think the Twins looked at that. And, you know, some of it was just getting Maeda back. Um, some of it was Joe Ryan having a full season under his belt. And, you know, Sonny Gray last year went into camp having just started throwing again after shutting himself down for three weeks during the lockout. They were really behind. And, you know, a year ago they were able to somehow, you know, get through to June. And I, I believe there was a point where every pitcher in the starting rotation was on the injured list. So there were five guys on the injured list at one point in mid-June or something like that. They really wanted to avoid that this year, and, and so, you know, knock on wood, but here we are towards the end of March, and, and they're in a really good spot as we're turning the corner and opening days here, and I think that should, not just with health are they good, but they have guys who can pitch deeper into games, and that's been sort of a big fan criticism last year of the of the staff is they don't let their guys pitch deep into games, but the fact of the matter is the Twins haven't had the pitchers before to do that. I think they're a little better suited. Um, this time there were some guys with some really healthy numbers uh, the third time through the lineup, and I think they would like to test that out and and see if it actually plays uh, because they would like to keep their bullpen in better shape than it was last year. Yeah, it, it, it just became kind of a, a downward spiral. You, know, you wear out the bullpen, the bullpen wears out, and you really don't have uh, a chance at that point. And, and they do start the year with, with – I would say more structure in the bullpen, if you will, where where you got pitchers who had pretty good years a year ago stepping into more prominent roles. So starter and bullpen looks to be uh, a lot more reliable. It's all on paper at this point, but, yeah, I mean, they, they, they've got some more things figured out on the back end as well. Yeah, I mean, having Yoan Duran uh, have that kind of season – and know that he's a, a capable guy that can step in, whether it's a get-out-of-a-jam situation or it's a save situation, just having him um, as a, a possible option. And, not you know, last year we didn't know what he was going to do. And opening day he kind of came in and blew everybody away with that, that performance. I was like, oh, wow, they have something here. And then it just got better and better. Um, you, you pair him, I think they expect a lot better from Jorge Lopez. He's looked really really nasty this spring and you know he's still throwing 98 with that sinker and uh, he was an all-star before he came over to the twins and really had a rough time putting it together i think he's a lot more comfortable having been here all camp and and getting a feel for the guys um working with christian vasquez is gonna be great for him you know you you get jorge alcala back he was pretty good in in 2021 uh before being hurt last year i think they really missed him griffin jacks 
really stepped in last year and had a very good sort of first year as a as a reliever, and he's looked outstanding this spring. Um, Caleb Gilbar's been incredible the last couple of years, especially in this this second half of his career. And you go through that group, and when you know Emilio Pagan, I know he's somebody that everybody gets all uh, pretty upset about, and it, it's understandable. He's given up. 10 home runs or more, I believe, in four his last four full seasons. Last year, he was pitching key roles for this team. Um, he was basically their closer at points early on in the year. And right now, the, the way it's structured, he's probably your fifth, sixth best reliever. And that's a great place to be because he really does have some nasty stuff. Uh, you look at the metrics on his stuff. He is He's got great spin rate. He's got a really good fastball. He just makes mistakes. And I, I think that if he's pitching the fifth, sixth inning games, the Twins are in a lot better position than if he's in the eighth inning, ninth inning games. And they feel good about where they're at, um, and and they really just need the health to maintain, which obviously we saw was a huge issue last year. Yeah, and speaking of health, the the everyday lineup, a couple of key guys, uh, Alex Kirilov and Byron Buxton. Uh, it sounds as though Buxton won't play a ton in the field, uh, will will be a regular DH to start out. Uh, Alex Kirilov won't start with the club, and then of course Jorge Polanco, another key guy, uh, the the everyday second baseman. But the Twins did bring in guys that can fill some of these gaps because they really are taking it easy with Bugston, Kirilov, and Polanco at this point. Yeah, it's weird to say it's possible that all three of those guys are encouraging in encouraging spots right now. Um, I, you know, talking to Kirloff and, and can, you can see a difference in where he is right now than where he was a year ago. You can tell that there's less concern. Um, he really is. He was supposed to be behind. That was the plan all along was to let him work his way into it because look, this was the last resort with his wrist injury and wrist surgery. Um, there's really nothing else to do because you can't just regenerate a wrist and chop off the old one. So he, he basically did the the effect of that by going in and breaking the bone intentionally to shave down the other bone. It, you know, it's as about drastic of an injury or surgery as you can possibly have for a young hitter. And he's responded really well. The other day we were talking to him, he said, you know, he's realistic. He knows he's not going to be ready by opening day. But he also said, but I'm really not that far behind. So he'll start out here, keep getting some at-bats with the wrist. And I think the hope is then he can – you know, be in St. Paul and towards the end of April and, and, and playing. But um, Buxton, every day he's been playing, uh, it, it essentially, like, it really seems like they're trying to say, we know that April conditions are terrible. We don't want you out there in the field for four hours, three hours. Um, during those conditions, we want to kind of let you ease into this. I do expect we'll see him in center field a lot, but it's just not going to be early on. I think early on we'll see him at DH quite a bit, and I, I can understand why they're trying to do everything they can to protect him. Um, you know, they're a 93-pace win team with him, and uh, that is a good pace that the Twins don't normally play at, so keeping him healthy is, is key, and they know that. And and then lastly, Jorge Polanco, you know, it, it, it's been tricky. His knee has been up and down. It was just bone bruise last year, but it was serious pain. And they, they don't use the word pain with him. They've always used the word soreness with him, whether it was ankle, you know, other stuff he's played through. And you remember, this is a guy who had two surgeries on his, his show, uh, like his right shin after the season ended in 19 and then either 
I believe it was 2020, um, where he had those surgeries and he had played through it. And the fact that he missed 58 games last year gives you an idea of just how serious his knee was. And um, he's he's encouraged from what we're hearing, but it has not translated into playing in major league or minor league games. And so they're trying to ramp him up, but it's kind of just an up and down process. And it's definitely tricky. And it, you know, he's a, a key contributor to their lineup. I think when he went out of the lineup uh, midway last summer, he was leading the team in home runs and RBIs and they sorely missed him. I think they're a little better suited to handle his absence this year. Nick Gordon can play Kyle Farmer can, you know, we see them dip down into the minor leagues. Edouard Julian uh, looks really good, uh, but he's got a little ways to go. And uh, But I, I think the Twins feel pretty good about their depth overall. Yeah, and uh, another guy I wanted to bring up before we run out of time, Dan. Once again, Dan Hayes joining us. Covers the Twins and MLB for the Athletic. Is Trevor Larnick. Uh, looks good to go. This is a highly touted college prospect, and it looks like his time is now. You know, every time he's been on the field, he's been uh, been on the field and healthy. He's been electric. Uh, last year, he was healthy through the end of May, and he got the, the core muscle injury, which I've been told now it, it's the former sports hernia, but soccer has changed it to a core muscle injury. He suffered that sometime around the end of May, early June. At the time, he had like 890 OPS. He was electric, and he was playing great defensively, too. I think he had six assists in the outfield last year really just made some strides with the glove that, I, frankly, I didn't know he had in him. Um, but he's looked great. And, again, this is spring training. And, you know, I think in Major League they made that joke about hey, the guy might be bagging groceries in two weeks. So don't don't take all the, the stats into account. But he has really hit the ball well. And um, he's a guy who is, is ready for it. It's just the key of staying healthy. And early on he was very smart about a groin injury that he suffered here in camp. Uh, he just felt a little tightness, and he told the trainer, and they worked on it. And instead of playing through it, instead of letting it you know, kind of hamper his abilities, they worked around it, and he got back, and he's been great to finish camp here. And, uh, talking to the trainer, Nick Paparesta, that was something that he needs his guys to do. And, and I think that there's a voice there with the trainer that maybe there's a voice and organization and experience that maybe hadn't been there a little bit the last couple of years. They feel really good about their medical process right now, and that's a great thing to, to hear from them given everything that happened last year. Yeah, tough year for the Twins, and things fell apart late, and they finished way behind Cleveland in the Central Division. Well, Dan, good to visit with you opening day coming up, and I'll, I'll say it early, happy opening day. It's Thursday in Kansas City. <laughs> All right, thanks, dude. All right, there he is, Dan Hayes from The Athletic. And great stuff. And he joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. We'll come back, check some scores. Uh, we'll go outdoors with Steve Carney following the news at 4 here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at 4. Donchich. The Step Back 3, you bet! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.